Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Guys, welcome to Riverdale Roundup. It was quite, quite a week last week. Uh, my name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name is Molly Neffel. I'm Marcus Parks. Quite a week. 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 It was, uh, I, so I know that I, I think I say this every week, but I wait until right before we record this to do, to, uh, to watch Riverdale. Because I watch it alone and because I have no one to talk to about it. Because if I didn't, I would lose my mind. To the point that I'm calling up my partner just being like, you don't even know, man, where this show is going, dude. And he's like, don't tell me, don't tell me. I'm in the middle of season two. I was like, you got to catch up. Yeah, he's got to Because I got things up. to say. Yeah. <laughs> this relationship depends on him catching up so you can talk about it. I it, I'm 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 almost like get to a point where it's like I can't talk to you. You have eight more hours of Riverdale to watch. <laughs> Stop working and get your ass in gear. Yeah, because he really he needs to know all about the Leopold and Loeb detention center before he can speak to you again. Good lord! Which we didn't make even we didn't even make mention of the name Leopold and Loeb uh, <laughs> detention center because you know what it just makes sense at this point. It's like of course they're trying to fit in so many references. I I have to say uh, I this may have been the first <laughs> Riverdale where I was like. I don't want to use the word offended, but I think appalled. I think I'll use the word appalled. <laughs> appalled? I was appalled at, at the prison riot scene. Oh. We don't, I don't mean to jump right in, but oh, I was come appalled. On. Appalled. Come on. They're just watching. <laughs> yeah, the cheerleaders are like, oh my God, a prison riot. <laughs> it's just that this shit really happens. And I was like, I don't think I'm enjoying this, Riverdale. Don't do this to me. And then the next scene, it was totally fine. Oh, murder still happens as well. And we still love that in Riverdale. It's true. Yeah. It's true. There was just there, that was the first time where I was like, I am uncomfortable. Wait, but, are you were you uncomfortable because they allowed the sixteen year girls to to dance for them, or were you uncomfortable <laughs> with the fact that they shut down the football game? You know, I actually uh, kind of dug the idea of the sixteen year old girls dancing uh, at just outside the fence for the boy for the for the prisoners. I thought that was kind of fun. Oh, you liked how they were like mock fucking the chain link fence? I thought that that was it was uh, it was. A, a strange choice on Riverdale's part. 
Um, and I was with it. I was like, all right, yeah, totally. There would definitely just be an open field where people can just come and and come. show their sexy bodies. <laughs> and come. To, to but the also, what you would know? happen? I'm sorry. If any of those inmates got out of that chain link fence, what do you think would happen? Ladies. Cover yourself. What are you doing out there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, from the from the people I know who have worked in prisons, it's like many of them have quite strict regulations about making sure all your skin is covered before you go in. Oh yes, indeed. They look more like uh, Veronica did when she was what? What was her Monica Pochet or something? Yes. <laughs> Monica Posh from Posh. the Innocence Project. <laughs> Topical. Topical. Yes, and actual actually exists. Like, it, it sure yeah. does. I was like, okay, you're gonna use a real organization. Oh, all right, gonna, Riverdale. Uh, yeah, when they. Brought him there. He's like, have you heard of the Innocence, Innocence Project? Project? I was like, real Barry Sheck, real yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was all I was down with. It was just the specific. I had to stop. Like for example, I stopped watching The Handmaid's Tale during the scene of the police violence, uh, the really scary police violence scene. I just have a thing with police violence, and so the images of the like going from like I was like so into it, like the uh, you know the Jailhouse Rock, also I think a poor choice, but I was like, <laughs> what? all right, that we're, was, we're that dancing was to rough. the Jailhouse Rock. I was enjoying myself. I was like, we're doing it. I love it when they sing. And then there was just like horrifying images of police beating prisoners. And it 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 kind of uh, it kind of upset me. But then we never spoke about it again for the rest of the episode, uh, even though there was a prison riot. What are you talking about? Of course we spoke about it again. That's how Mad Dog died. That is how Mad Dog died. No! <laughs> Slash because, did he? All right, the second that they introduced Mad Dog, I was like, hello, yes. nurse. Thank you, Mad Dog. Okay. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, hello. Especially as he's like listening to like classical music and he's like, ugh, ugh, as he's working out. I was on board. Now Mad Dog is immediately dead. Do you think he's really dead? No. No. No, absolutely Definitely. not. I don't he know was, where Mad Dog is. I bet Mad Dog's gonna come back in like adult prison. He's part of the Fight Club, and he was an ins- he was he was the the pawn of um the commissioner, right? Mm-hmm. And and then the commissioner was like, Archie, you're my new Mad Dog. And then yeah. he was like, at the end, he was like, Welcome to my Fight Club. And so <laughs> Mad Dog was just a, uh, a, a I think Mad Dog was a, was a double agent. I don't even know if Mad Dog was really a prisoner. Interesting, but yeah, Archie did get tapped by the warden. Hmm. Well, what did I see, I guess I don't know what tapped means. Is that, yeah. Am I not? Is he this a politics? Him. He didn't say that. He he reached down and went tap tap tap. Uh, tap excuse tap, me. Tap. Does that mean he's like under protection though? I think that the warden wants to use Archie to do his bidding, and you know yeah. Archie's going to do it because Archie is such a fucking idiot. I don't know Archie. He's. He's learned his lesson about taking orders from powerful men. Has he? Has he? <laughs> Has but he learned any lessons? I wanted to punch Archie in the face when he's like, come on, guys. Why don't we get together and play a good old-fashioned American game of football? And the winner gets my shoes. I was like, why would you? I was like, beat the fucking shit out of him. At that point, someone shiv him just to shut him up. <laughs> yes, he definitely should have been shivved right then and there. I don't understand. Why didn't they shiv him when they took his shoes? It was just all these things where it's just like, there's no way that Archie would last even that long in juvie. Absolutely Just not. saying. And also, when did Archie start calling everyone bro? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bro. I think it's because, you know, he's he's a... He's a criminal now. <laughs> yeah, right. I think that's his code switching to, to try to survive. <laughs> Come on. I think he actually did call someone Brosif once. Oh, I think oh. he called Mad Dog Brosif. Oh, don't call oh. Mad Dog Brosif. 
brosive. Don't call Mad anyone brosive. No. Yeah, Mad Dog just seems so. He, Mad Dog was like, I'm above all this. But it's because he's a double agent. Ah, uh, yeah, but what did he go? Yeah, and he's apparently going to prison for 20 years or something else. What is he going to prison for? Yeah, what, what is he in for? But then why did they let him? Th- why couldn't they he see his family anymore? And his girl. I wanted him to see his girl. And I was like, I'll be your family. <laughs> Mad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> But also, can we say, I think that all the scenes with Joaquin in the past were too dark because his wolf eyes? Good Christ. You liking Joaquin? Wow. Maybe I'm just lonely. I don't know, man. I was... (laughs) I was feeling it. I'm glad Joaquin is back. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, we mentioned Joaquin last week because we were like, what's his yeah, name? Yes. The assistant director of Carrie the Musical. We Where totally, did he go? <laughs> you guys totally did call that. One of the fun things about watching Riverdale is that I just say, Marcus and Jackie totally called this the entire time <laughs> whenever you guys were right. And you guys were totally right about Joaquin coming back and that Joaquin was like, rightly called Archie you know, a total non-serpent poser. Well, I mean, there's no reason why Archie should get shivved, though. Well, no, nobody should get shivved. <laughs> but if you were a real serpent and you had been, like, out there, you know, living a hard You're life. You're saying Archie should have shivved the ghoulie? I'm, no, but I'm yes! just saying, I'm saying this. I'm I saying, think he should have. <laughs> if Archie comes in, you saw Archie, little pretty boy, Pampered Archie out in the in the regular world while well, you're living your hard serpent lifestyle uh, because you're poor and you're like been boxed out of like the legal economy and by Hiram Lodge. Uh, then Archie comes in and he's like, "Oh, my best friend's dad gave me a tat, so now I'm a serpent too." Joaquin is like, "Get the fuck out of here! You're not a serpent." You're right, but that's no reason to throw steps. him to the ghoulies. That's true. There should be some solidarity against the ghoulies, but but not before roundly at least laughing at Archie. You laugh at. Get the fuck out of here, Archie. <laughs> you laugh at, you definitely laugh at him a little a little bit, but you know, just don't thrust attempted murder on the guy. Yeah. That's true. The ghoulies are bad. And also he didn't kill Mad Dog. And don't you say those things. That's just that was just a little much. Where did his little record player go? How do you, I just I want Mad Dog to come back, but we all know he's gonna come back. And I'm excited about it. If but he, also, because if he doesn't come back, then I am legit horrified by the idea that Riverdale has a plot point where a kid was killed by prison guards. That's terrifying. Well, I mean, is it any more terrifying than Dilton Doily being killed by the Gargoyle King? The, yeah, uh, or Madge. <laughs> was her name Midge? Madge last year? Midge, yes, yeah, Midge was Midge. killed by the serial killer. A I mean, definitely lots of terrifying yeah. things happen. It's particular state violence scares me in a different way than random serial killers do. But uh, I mean, the Gargoyle King has me both scared and extremely confused. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know which emotion is like triumphing there. Uh, well, uh, what I am loving about the Gargoyle King uh, plot line is just how cavalierly everyone is treating Dilton Doily's death. Yeah, he totally died. No, a no, child because- died. <laughs> <laughs> a child is. No, Nobody gives a shit about it. Yeah, Dilton Doily's dead. Oh. It's not even a story in town. The death of a child, not even a story in town. Nobody's talking about it other than Jughead and Betty. Well, it's coming out because the town didn't know about it. But I just said, yeah. because remember, okay, well, we can't jump all the way to the very, very end just no, yet. No, not far yet. As, as far as what happens. But the town's going to find out. Jump to the out. end. Ah. Jump. Sorry. <laughs> the very last scene. The very last scene. So, but we can't j- get all the way there just yet. But yeah, Dilton Doily, you know, found dead. Uh, and Jughead doesn't care about it. 
Betty doesn't care about it. Uh, fucking, what's her name? Uh, Ethel. Ethel doesn't care about it. Even the little boy, Ben, doesn't care about it. And the little boy that's in the bunker doesn't care about it. No one cares about Delton Doily. And yeah. I, sheriff I like Manetta Delton doesn't Doyle. care either. Yeah. None the of sheriff. them care. <laughs> that's, I guess that's the real thing, is that the sheriff does not care at don't all. Don't care. He don't care. Does not care. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Okay, so there's one scene I really want to talk about, read the Gargoyle King plotline, and I don't want to jump ahead too much but i feel like we have to talk about the scene where all the grown-ups were sitting around talking about what happened when they were in high school well that's the very end i mean that's the very end of the episode i went <laughs> to myself <laughs> yeah, so they got like an it thing going on now yeah oh yeah baby this is this is quite a mash-em-ups of genres that they are doing this season and i am here for can we also we're not even making mention of what is it called griffins and gargoyles good griffins yeah gar- gargoyles and griffins i think yeah the 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 role player game that they are playing where ethel is just Forcing this child to be her boyfriend, obviously. <laughs> I'm sorry, Princess Ethelene. <laughs> or is Ethel under the command of that shady girl who stands in the corner who's from the farm? Evelyn. Evelyn or Edgar e- Never. Excuse me. Evelyn. 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 Evelyn Ever uh, Yeah. Evelyn Edgar Never. Edgar Never. Edgar Ever Never. Uh huh. Edgar Ever Never. Edgar Never Ever Never. And who definitely caused Ethel to have what somehow managed to be an even worse seizure than Betty. <laughs> Her little weird hand. A little arm thing. thing. Her little arm thing. That, that's, that's what we call a horror movie seizure. Uh-huh. Like, that's like, they make it look as creepy as possible. Stick your arm up. Make it look all weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's scary. <laughs> whereas, whereas Betty's seizure was more of a Jesse Spano, I'm so excited-esque yes. seizure. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, Be- Betty's getting into, she's getting in a lot of trouble because we got a we got a new character this week. We got Eg- Evelyn Edgar, uh, Evelyn Ever Never. Evelyn. Uh, Evelyn Ever Never. Evelyn Ever Never. Who's that there at the door? Is it Evelyn Ever Never? She's always there. So the central question of this episode, aside from everything that happened at the prison, is uh, what is the connection, right? This is the question that Betty and Jughead, only they can answer. What is the connection between the Gargoyle King and the Griffins and Gandalfs uh, game that yeah. all these kids are playing? Griffins and Gargoyles! What's the connection between them and Evelyn and Edgar Ever Never and the farm? Well, we do know that there's a, conne- there's a three-way connection here. Because we got, yeah, because we got the Gargoyle King that's connected to Betty and Edgar Evernever because of the seizure. The seizure connects those two. Uh-huh. And okay. the other thing that connects the Gargoyle King over to the adults is the blue lips. Uh-huh. And they all were very upset about the blue lips. Yeah, and you saw Alice was involved with the blue lips. She was in the room. So there are a few connections going on here. Uh-huh. So essentially, do you think that this is like a Jumanji where you play the game and you release the demon? But Ooh. isn't this also isn't that the plot of Stranger Things? <laughs> like that's what I was what I was watching kind this episode. Like, I'm kind pretty of. sure that we had said last week this is kind of true detective and then I was like this last this this one I was like 
I think that we just entered Stranger Things. I think they just kind of upcycled the Stranger Things yeah. plot. Stranger these- Things, the little bit of it, because, you know, they have got they had the it reference that you'll fly to, uh-huh. you know, you'll float to, you'll fly to, you know, it's like, it's, uh, they're, they're definitely doing a bit of cannibalizing in this uh-huh. season. Quite a bit of cannibalizing, actually. It's more of a pastiche. But I kind of like how they're knitting it all together. They're I like, like okay, okay, okay. All right, all these things are great separate. But what if we put them all in one show? And now I think it's kind of like they're topping themselves of like, how many things can we get into this show? Yeah, because yeah, uh, they've got a prison movie. They've got the occult. They've got, you know, like a, a cult. And then in the middle of all this, like, but what about the student body president? Yes. <laughs> That's still there. And then you have like the cheerleading scene and you got all this stuff. We're just like, what yeah. is that? I love, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Yes. I think and, it's brilliant. And then throwing in a locker room, like a girl's locker room scene. Think, where they're all in bras for no reason. Yeah. And then it's just like, how slowly did Josie have to change back there? Yeah. It Good took her Lord. a while to put a shirt on. Just hanging out in bras in the locker room, which is definitely <laughs> not what we did in my high school. We changed as no. quickly as possible. <laughs> with, we, we, would, we would, you know, put on a shirt over the other shirt and then take off the other shirt and pull it out under the neck so that people wouldn't scrutinize our bodies. Well, Molly, you didn't go to the hottest high school in the world. That's You're true. Right. And I do yeah. I do love how no matter what else is happening, like literally Archie is in prison and Veronica and Cheryl are just still nasty bitches to each other. Uh, I just love it. But they still, they come together. They keep coming back and they together. Keep coming to, that's, Those... that's my favorite part. No matter how much they have come together, they're always shitty to each other no matter how shitty they are to each other, they always come mm-hmm. together. Uh, and, they and, have to. Oh, and Cheryl's still got her great lines. You can't discriminate against someone because they're better looking than that you. That was my favorite line <laughs> oh of the whole episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was... Oh, wait, I wrote down the other line. What, what did she... What did uh, Ronnie say? Another one of Ronnie's... Was it Ronnie's line of... Uh, if ever there were a group of guys who needed a pep rally. Oh, God. That was, <laughs> that's so... That's so, what are you talking about? Yeah, you mean a bunch of prisoners that want to go, ooga, ooga, and a bunch of hot girls? I would also do that to a bunch of hot girls if I was that age. Yeah, like. Right? The, the, yeah. <laughs> the hottest girls, I'd like the six hottest girls I'd ever seen in my entire life, and I hadn't seen even a girl in a couple of years. Yeah. Ron- I'm going to go yeah. crazy like fucking the fence too. Ronnie's like, yeah. you know what? Prison seems like kind of a bummer. I'll bet I could cheer them up. Dance to the jailhouse rock. But also, again, it's like whatever uh, year that the juvie is supposed to be in, it's like it felt like I was watching the Green Mile. You know, or the beginning of it. I was just like, what year is this? And then also that they did jailhouse rock. It's like. I don't understand what's happening in the whole prison like aspect of this, but it feels like there's two different directors doing each side of it. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, pr- prisons don't have bars anymore. It's just big doors. Right. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it is, there's like- it's There's like, no style or like panache to a prison. No. Right, right. And I was also, I was like going down a, 
uh, a whole about like there's like a lot of changing laws in the country right now about like what ages of incarcerated people can be housed together and I was like I'm not gonna think about this too hard <laughs> but please don't because we're at the Leopold and Loeb Juvenile Center for 25 year olds <laughs> I mean I'm just saying Mad Dog I don't think that Mad Dog is under 18 you know no, that dude no. is Hell definitely no. a young adult that guy has been working out for 20 years straight. he has <laughs> not stopped working out for 20 years <laughs> but you know, I I gotta say I think I do like the uh, the Gargoyle King movie a little bit better than the prison movie, but the prison movie, as we predicted, might be over by next week because of the Veronica's great disguise yeah. and her bringing <laughs> her apparently also kind of acting as the attorney. I swear to God, if Barry Sheck makes a guest appearance next week, I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it'd be better than like you know, it's like we got the guy from Watch. What happens? Like, here's B- Hi, I'm Barry Sheck from the Innocence Project. <laughs> <laughs> they should totally They can get him. Riverdale can do anything it puts its mind to. Yes. Including having the creepiest coroner of all time. Uh, Dr. Curdle Dr. Jr. Curdle? No, Dr. Curdle Jr. The son. Yeah. The son. Who, uh, when they're like, do you mind if we record this totally illegal thing you're letting us do? He's like, I don't mind at all. <laughs> yeah. Come on take in. pictures of this body you shouldn't be looking at. You 16-year-olds, you just, juniors in high, you kids who have just started your junior year in high school, take all the photos you want. Document this it. This is pure evil. <laughs> that was ridiculous. But also, it's like, not all coroners look like that, Riverdale. Come on. They're definitely not named Dr. Curdle. Junior. Ah, what <laughs> please come into my lair. I mean, morgue. Like, but what are you doing? Why do you think it has to be Junior? Do you think that the actor who played Mr. Curl, do you think there's an issue with Mr. Colonel, the actor, or do you think that there's a plot reason why they have the child? I think that I, they just couldn't get that actor again, and they were like, fuck it, let's make it a junior. Yeah, or he died or something. Or died, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. Just could, yeah, and they just couldn't resist. And maybe, I don't know, they might have uh, Dr. Curdle coming in as like a character. Yeah. And they need Needed someone like super creepy for it, uh-huh. and someone yeah. young. Uh huh. Now, all right, not to. I feel like I'm zigzagging, but there's a lot. It's a zigzaggy type episode. Like there's a <laughs> lot. Happened, the a lot. It was all over the place this episode. <laughs> so they find the bunker, right? Uh-huh. Ethel's supposed to meet him at the bunker. Ethel does not meet them at the bunker because she is the gargoyle king. Not sure. But what I found interesting. So. They drank the fresh aid. Fresh aid. Fresh aid. Fresh aid cyanide. Nice little reference, Riverdale. Gotta give it to you. <laughs> we get it. We I get, get it. it. I get it. I yeah, I get it. Get it. <laughs> but so they took it. So essentially, um, let's say let's put this in the terms of I'm also playing an RPG right now, and maybe this is going to happen to me. So they send you so essentially what their goal was was to drink the cyanide. And if they died, that meant that the Gargoyle King loved them? (laughs) Yeah, I gotta say, the Gargoyle plotline, the Gargoyle King specifically... Is yeah. I don't understand what is going on. I understand the the dark woods and Betty and Jughead walking through the woods and, Be- and Jughead being like, Betty, you're so stressed out. Yeah. You should have told me about your seizure, <laughs> yeah. which is another fun plot line. And she's like, Jughead, it's okay. I'll be less stressed out if we hunt this gargoyle king. <laughs> but I don't understand what the gargoyle king actually is or does or what the cyanide has to 
do with it? I, I don't think we've been given enough information just yet. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm being patient on the Gargoyle King. I, I figured they've they've only given us a couple crumbs. We're not supposed to know what's going on just yet. Okay. Uh, so I'm, okay. I'm I'm reserving judgment on the Gargoyle King right now, but I do think it does have something to do with Evelyn. <laughs> I mean, it definitely does. So it has to do with the cult. So. Again, which we called this last week. Of course, Alice Cooper is just denying that anything happened in front of the fire as well. So that, but, but of course, no one's going to make mention of the fact that she threw out her entire wardrobe and is now only wearing long, flowy dresses. Yes. Fine. <laughs> but, so, but like, what do you think is going to happen with this cult thing? So are there like classes? Like, so we have not met Edgar Everett ever yet. No. Which nope. can you imagine when you got, if I got a script that I was like, really? Edgar Everett ever? I gotta say Edgar ever, ever, never, over, fucking over again? <laughs> did we know that the twins were named Juniper and Dagwood? And Dagwood. I don't know if we did. Maybe they said that once. Dagwood sounded familiar. But I was, again, I was like, what kind of crossover hell are we in? Are we in, are we in I mean, at least they're not Blondie and Dagwood. But Dagwood yeah. is a real specific name. Yeah, Juniper yeah. as well. Yeah, I kind of like their names, though. I think it's kind of cute. But they definitely flew, but but I guess they're going to say it has something to do with the seizures. What I don't understand, too, is that why are none of the doctors being like, hey, seizures aren't infectious, which is an actual line, <laughs> because seizures are not infectious. So how long is it going to take for someone in this town to be like, hey, excuse me, I think something's going on over here in Riverdale. <laughs> All these kids are having seizures. It just happens. You know, <laughs> hormones. I guess you can slap a hormones on it. <laughs> Ethel had her seizure at school. Yeah, she did. And it was a pretty bad one, too. Yeah, there was no incident report written about that. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, I think that it's Evelyn that's making the seizures happen because she was the one that was over to the side Definitely. staring at her uh -huh. as she's having a seizure. She was at the bonfire, so she also made Betty have the seizure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you cut over to, oh, that's where I was going with that question, though. So why did Benjamin Button, also his name was Benjamin Button, Weird. kill himself? <laughs> yes. Because he wanted, to, he wanted to be with Dilton. With the Gargoyle King? No, with Dilton Doily. Isn't that what he said? Where right before he jumped out, it's like, I'm going to go be with Dilton now. Yes, but then isn't Dilton with the Gargoyle King because that's why he took the fresh aid? Was was Ben? Did Benjamin uh, Button say something like, "I wasn't supposed to survive. I was supposed to go with Dilton, and so he needed to like finish the job." Bad, bad thing, maybe so, that was it. Yeah, because and who carved the runes? Betty, <laughs> 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 I, I was researching runic symbols earlier. <laughs> I didn't see that one. That one's not a runic symbol. <laughs> okay, Betty, I forgot. <laughs> that one, I don't recognize it. It's, oh, that one's weird. I've, I'm fully familiar with the entire runic <laughs> characters. <laughs> and I can definitively say that that is not a runic character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I yeah, I guess he was he was supposed to go with the Gargoyle King, but he was yeah, finishing the job and now and remember he said you'll all fly too who yeah. flew to babies. Uh -huh. ah. babies. Ah. Yeah. Okay. But but uh, okay, but so what does the farm people uh -huh. have to do with the the teens playing their game because the teens playing their game were in Stranger Things land and then the farm people were in 
True Detective Land, I guess. Like the control. I think it's more Jonestown. Like Jones, uh, also Jonestown. Yeah, Jonestown, True Detective. I mean the the flavor that are Viet Cool. Fresh Aid. <laughs> fresh please. Aid. Excuse me. Fresh Aid. Uh, <laughs> the fresh. Yeah. The the Fresh Aid. Yeah. That's that's the Jonestown vibe, definitely. But that's a Gargoyle King thing. Uh huh. That's not a a farm thing just yet. But that that Evelyn. Is 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 always there, right? So she was there for Betty, and she, she was there for uh, for, for Ethel. 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 So why why was Evelyn? And she was it, Ethel was about to talk, right? Ethel was like, "Oh, I don't know if I should tell you guys about our secret game." And then <laughs> Evelyn was like. Mm, and then she had a seizure. So yeah. Evelyn was trying to stop her from saying something. That is true, and of course, she is the daughter of Edgar Evernever. Edgar Evernever. I think that they make. <laughs> Uh, Princess Ethelin, which I will only refer to her as Princess Ethelin now. <laughs> I think they make her seem so pathetic, and that makes me sad. Yeah. I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't, I don't like me. how they've always made her super pathetic. She like there was a couple of times when she seemed to be like kind of you know getting a getting a bit of a actual like three dimension to her, but yeah. she's always just kind of been like the simpering put upon girl. Yeah, I don't like that either. They're like, oh, this girl could never stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. No, but you know who was standing up for himself, which we haven't even gotten into. To hubba hubba hubba, Kevin and Moose join in the RROTC, baby. You know what? I gotta say, bad on Kevin here. I think, yeah, I, I think bad on Kevin because because he's doing it just to like get weird with Moose yeah. in terms of <laughs> yeah, like, and just to get closer a, to him so yeah. he can spend more time with him. Yeah, uh-huh. he's being a, he's being obtrusive and he's making Moose uncomfortable. Let Moose get to deal with it on his own terms, and Kevin's trying to force the issue. And I think that's kind of unfair of Kevin, honestly. I completely agree, and I love Kevin, but I don't think oh. that it's the right choice. I'm big. I'm a big fan of Kevin as well, but I think he. I think he's pushing too hard here. Well, and also Kevin never really seemed to give a shit about most of the last like two years since they hooked up. So what's why the sudden? Because they hooked up all summer, just like fucking everybody did. Apparently, uh-huh. apparently everybody was just fucking all summer long. Ethel was fucking Ben Button. No, uh, only in the game. <laughs> She's lying. She's lying, to everybody. You're... But you know, yes. But continue. Sweet Pea and Josie, remember they had yep. their summer thing going oh, on? Yeah. Uh, and now, you know, Moose and Kevin. Although, to be fair, Kevin, I mean, Moose kind of ghosted Kevin in public, and so I feel like Kevin feels kind of wronged by that, which I get is that. fair. Yeah. And I also feel like if they just go and make the ROTC <laughs> meetings just, like, gay as hell, I feel like that'll be kind of <laughs> fun, you know? But Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I was like, where is this going? Are they gonna just turn? Are they just gonna start fucking during these meetings or what? I think it's just gonna it's just gonna be a whole bunch of like uncomfortableness and mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, but I think I think Kevin's encroaching into some territory that he doesn't need to encroach on. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll learn an important lesson about forcing people to be okay with themselves. Mm-hmm. They got to do it yeah. on their own terms mm-hmm. because something is gonna happen with that mean ROTC daddy. Oh yeah, his daddy yeah. is on the scene, and you know that's not gonna end up well. But I think that it would be fun to watch Sheriff Keller beat the shit out of our ROTC daddy. You know what? I bet that's going to happen. Yeah, I feel like I, we're I building call it. Yeah, I got, a, I got a feeling that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Oh, and I will watch it. Even just the beginning. I know there wasn't a whole lot of daddy brigade in this episode, but when the three of them were just like, we're going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure out how to get him out. I was just like, oh, daddy brigade, daddy brigade, I'll ride the horses. I'd <laughs> be wearing his little neckerchief over there at the end. Hubba, hubba. Also, just throwing it out there, where on the street is. Tonight's episode is when... The honky tonk starts. Between FP and Alice? 
Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because things are gonna start coming up about that summer and whatever that they saw summer in that high they had. What did uh, they see in high school? What happened? I totally realized what's going on here. What's going what's on going here, Colin? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Zero idea. Well, as far as like plotline goes, because I think tonight is supposed to be the flashback episode, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, tonight's the flashback episode, and all of the Riverdale cast are playing their parents in the flashback Uh episode. That's going to be great. So are we really getting Allison FP, or is it going to be a Betty and Joe? Hmm. I mean, the picture is that they were they in have both bed together. That they were in bed together. Okay, 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 okay. I haven't figured but out anything. I am down to, wa- but at the same time, I would be down to watch them go back and forth between, like, quote unquote, young FB and Alice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like, I'm down. I'm here to watch it. Especially with where it's like she's not even wearing her like sexy serpent clothes right now, but she's a serpent underneath because a serpent never sheds its skin. I just want to know what all of those adults experienced together as teens that brought them all together. All of those, the the lodges were there. Uh, You got Fred, Hermione, Alice, FP, Hiram, Sierra McCoy. Oh, yeah, baby. Sheriff Keller. And Sheriff Keller. And Penelope Blossom. What did Man. they experience? What uh, did they do? <laughs> well, I mean, you got to ask your, I mean, it would be the same question if, say, Riverdale, if we had like a Riverdale, like 2042. Uh-huh. <laughs> a Riverdale 2042 oh sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, But yeah, yeah, then yeah. it'd be like, because you think like, oh my God, these kids, what, caught a serial killer together? And then there was a gang war and a riot and, oh yeah, a cult. I think these kids, they did these adults. They had the same thing back in the seventies. Is it the eighties? I guess it would be. I guess it would be the eighties. Yeah, yeah, eighties or nineties. I am just. I'm really excited. I hope it's kind of like the end of actual it with the uh, with the orgy, orgy. Yeah. in the sewer, <laughs> and that's really what I'm hoping for. <laughs> but maybe they can't take it straight from Stephen King. But I feel like if Stephen King watched Riverdale, he would give it the okay. You yeah. know? Yeah. I could give it the A-OK. Why not? Oh, my God. Imagine watching them all just torque it in a (laughs) sewer. I would be on a boat. Because then it makes so much more sense of why Sierra McCoy and Sheriff Keller are in a relationship. Because, like, they've known each other forever. Yeah. Obviously. So it's just easy. And, like, Mayor McCoy, I mean, ex-Mayor McCoy, she's, her husband is... In Iraq? No, he was, he was a, a jazz no, remember musician. he's a famous jazz musician. Jazz musician, that's what it was. <laughs> yes, right. I'm sorry, I'm confusing Pretty yeah. Little Liars. Yes. Pretty and, Little Liars. Uh, daddy <laughs> is in Afghanistan. Uh, Afghan daddy uh, is Afghan not daddy Josie's father. Is different um, than... Uh, his jazz daddy. His da- daddy yeah. is, like oh, okay. is like a distant jazz daddy. Yeah, Who's and she's never going to be good enough because she's not jazzy enough. Yeah. Oh, but she's so high and tight, and she's getting them all together, and they're going to go, I'm going to assume, in my brain, they're going to put the Gargoyle King back into his puzzle box. That's what I think their goal is. Mm. Oh, I yep, think yep, they yep. released the Gargoyle King back when they were kids, yep. and then they released it again because there's they probably found the game inside of the bunker, and that's why uh, they played inside of the bunker. There must be some sort of rules of how you have to play it inside of there, so it's been hidden since... 
the adults were kids. And so now it's the tomb has been reopened and they have to close it again. I think that that's brilliant, Jackie. Yeah. They're going to have to try real hard to not make this flashback episode like goofy as fuck. It's going to be goofy. It's yeah. going to be a bit of a Riverdale musical situation, <laughs> I think. I think we oh, should be for sure. Have you seen their outfits yet? No. Oh yeah! <laughs> they're not wearing what like poodle skirts was. or something, are they? Are they doing? I hope that they're not like totally off in terms of the timeline. You know, they're it's, probably dressed like they're in Greece. It's interesting. It's certainly interesting. They um, I just I, I'm on board, guys. I know that we're all because on board, we know but- what Skeet Ulrich looked like as a teenager, right? Like he should be wearing what he wore in the craft. Yes. Which is basically what he wears now as FP. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's been a bad daddy since he was a bad teen. <laughs> well, we'll get we'll we'll check it out next episode. We'll oh see what God. happens if this is if this is the flashback episode, which I believe it is. Uh, and maybe after that we'll see if Veronica's speakeasy ever gets off the ground. We'll uh, see if we'll ever really find out who's running pops while Veronica is at school. <laughs> And, I don't work here, Cheryl. I own this restaurant. <laughs> because I feel like it's going to be such a big thing. I'm like, because you keep saying, like, no, 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 I own it. I'm not just working here. But you're right. What about when she's pretending to be Monica Posh over at the Innocence Project? Well, there was one woman that was working there named Dolores. She should hire. Wait, is Pops dead? No. No, Pops skipped town. Pops she, got the fuck out of there. She should just own it and still let Pop pay Pops really well and let Pops run it. Well, I think Pops was ready to skip town. He was I, over I, it. I think, yeah, didn't he? I think he had a. He was over it. He was ready to get out. I think out. he was probably traumatized by all the murders. Probably that all yeah. the murders that happened in his restaurant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, <laughs> there was like three within the span of like a couple of weeks yeah, there. I would get out of town too. Yeah, you get the coast yeah. of Papa Poutine in your place. <laughs> oh my God, no you don't want back it. From that. No coming back. <laughs> <gasps> I can't wait I till can't tonight's wait. episode I can't and I wait. can't wait to talk about it next week indeed alright well, we'll be back with another episode of uh, Riverdale Roundup next week chapter 38 as above so below yeah, yeah baby yeah. the legends are true With overwhelming power the sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. In a fast-paced world... Every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.